Hello, <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to episode 22 of The Good, The Dan, The Florida Man. We are, as always, your hosts. I'm Ryan, I'm the good, and we've got some of the Dan again. Ha ha ha, because I'm the Dan, and we also have Ben, the Florida Man. Welcome to the show. That was I think that was pretty smooth. It was, top 10? It was decent. Top 10 for sure. Yeah, well, top 10 for sure. Top sure, 5 for yeah, I mean, Top 5 at least. Maybe well, top 5. Still honestly not saying much. We've only <laughs> done two correctly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, we a... are a three-man stand-up comedian podcast. We did stand-up before the world shut down from COVID. <laughs> we decided to turn our attention to the podcasting world. So here we are. We talk about story times and history and news and interviews and all these crazy fun stuff it's if it's your first time listening we hope we do enough to make you stick around ryan what are you doing right now <laughs> put on put on chapstick why what i just he's getting kissable for when he's talking uh, about history exactly okay. yeah i want to get okay. my my history lips are ready my goodness don't uh <laughs> oh i hated history that phrase lips. don't don't uh, don't judge it <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode, we will be having a Ryan's Ridiculous History segment. I believe he's talking about a man named Robert Smalls, so stick around for that. Uh, but yeah. in the meantime, we are stand-up comedians, and the world is kind of starting to open back up a little bit. So, Ryan, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, I'm going to be going to Pennsylvania and doing some college shows, and then I'm also going to be going to the Southeast to be doing some shows in, like, North Carolina and and Tennessee, and yes. we'll be seeing all these different things that are going up. It's going to be fun. But yeah, so if you want to see it, my website, youthpastorian.com, has links to all the tickets. Dan, do you oh. have any of these show things? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm opening for this guy. I forget what his name is. I think it is... Oh, that's right. Ben Brainard. Uh, um... It's a very forgettable name. <laughs> <laughs> on the 17th of Wise Guys, but in the meantime, on the 25th of this month, I am going to be performing at WB's in Ogden, Utah. So if you're wanting to come to that, 6 o'clock at WB's, check out online. They have tickets there, too. Uh, ben? Yeah, I have some shows coming up. August 19th, I'll be in Gainesville, Florida at Vecino's. Uh, tickets are, uh, advanced tickets are sold out, but you can still buy tickets at the door. August 21st, I'll be in Boca Raton, Florida at the Boca Black Box. The 22nd, I'll be in Wesley Chapel, Florida at Side Splitters at the Grove. September 17th, I'll be in, uh, Jordan Landing, Utah at Wise Guys. I'll be, uh, following Dan, uh, there. Uh, September 18th, I'll be in Provo, Utah, recording a dry bar special. October 4th, I'll be in Liberty Township, Ohio, the 5th in Dayton, Ohio, the 6th in Toledo, Ohio, and the 7th in Columbus, Ohio, all at the Funny Bones there. And then in later October, the 17th, Raleigh, North Carolina at the Raleigh Improv. The 18th, I'll be in Greenville, South Carolina at the Comedy Zone. The 19th, I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina again at uh, Comedy Zone. And the 20th, I'll be in Greensboro, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone. And I'm already tired. Yeah. You're going to be in so many Comedy Zones. It's crazy. Yeah. So many zones. Bones and zones. Be at the funny bones and the comedy zones. I I'll be... hate that <coughs> phrasing. Didn't All up in one. the bone zone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, the podcast has a show coming up, too. Yeah. We do. Yeah. August 28th, we'll be in Morris, Minnesota at the University of Minnesota Morris. The show is free and open to the community. So if you're uh, in the area, come on out. If you're not, what are you doing, man? 
Come on. Where am I uh, laying on the area? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, but that's all the shows. Uh, Ryan, anything happen to you this week? Uh, not really. Since we've last per- performed, I got my uh, I got my car back. I'd left it at my buddy Daniel's house for too long, and that was unfortunate. And then I just didn't have not this Dan. Uh, I don't own right. a ho- I was gonna say I don't own a house. Oh. Right. I don't. <laughs> I, I wish we did, uh, but, but yeah, no, just kind of, uh, being back in my car, it's just, there's something about just, ah, uh, freedom, like, you've got this beautiful feel, and it feels good, um, that's pretty yeah, much, yeah, sure, man, that's pretty much that's it, that's what, uh, William Wallace was actually fighting for, absolutely, yeah, a Fiat 500, Hey, I drive a Hyundai Genesis Coupe, <laughs> even though I seem like the type of guy to drive a Fiat 500. Um, Dan, what about you? At least you, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm acutely aware. Uh, <laughs> Dan, what about you? What you got? Um, I got a new nephew this weekend. Uh, you just picked one up? Uh, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, one up dude, the where side of the road. Him? Found him in a cabbage patch. Uh, right. It has a very big face. Actually, yeah. I think you found him in your sister. <laughs> no! I'm not wrong. I'm not. <laughs> Ryan, I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> that seems really fair. Uh, horrifying. Thanks for that, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's biology, though, right? Yeah, well, that's we go. gonna be a clip. Uh... <laughs> um, yes, but new nephew uh, came out. He's fantastic. He's doing great. I also went to my first ever burlesque show. Uh, it was yeah. fantastic. I mm-hmm. went to Prohibition. It was a speakeasy, and they had a burlesque wow. show, and they had boylesque, and this guy was doing fantastic until. He pulled his pants down, and he had Hanes underwear on. Please don't ever do a burlesque show in Hanes underwear, because ew, it's gross. Why not? Because Hanes underwear? No. No. Is this a gay thing? No, this is not a gay thing. (laughs) At what point point are you looking at Hanes underwear and you're like, this is sexy. I feel sexy in Hanes underwear. Have you seen the commercials? No. I'm not asking, because I haven't either. I didn't know. I was... I no, straight up I don't, wear... I don't want to know what a Hanes commercial looks like. <laughs> what is the official underwear of burlesque? I don't know, just uh, something lingerie. a little like more like intriguing. And to be fair, he did pull down the the Hanes and had like sexier underwear. So it was like, oh, okay, we understand so why. So it But it was, di- yeah, but it was weird. As, no, I was like, no, this is ru- <laughs> this is taken. I was eating. Right, I like put yeah. my knife and fork down. I was like, I can't. If you're this. if you're listening to the podcast now and you're interested in Dan, uh, don't <laughs> ever wear Hanes underwear. It's just not gonna Apparently. go well. Yeah, I have a story about that, but also yeah, it was just uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe oh, that's man. why there's some associated trauma with Hanes. But I've never maybe. wanted to skip a, a ridiculous history just so that I get a Dan Hanes story. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> anyway, that was my life. Uh, ben, has anything happened to you this week? Well, I get, I've still just been setting up the house here in It's uh, looking LA. fantastic. Thanks. You're seeing one wall. Uh, I have a calendar. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, I started hanging some, like, acoustic paneling. So I'm, I'm hoping it sounds a little better this week than it does than it did last week. But uh, I started hanging some acoustic paneling just using some, like, sticky pads. 
and I am slowly, oh, I, no, not slowly. I'm very quickly realizing that foam pads don't stick too good to sticky pads. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to go. I, I already know what I'm going to be doing to fix it, but I'm, like, looking. There's, like, five pads just on the ground. There's still most of them are on the wall, but, like, I, I know what I have to do to fix it. You sound it's incredible, just, Ben. You sound incredible. I'm doing stuff, Dan. I'm... <laughs> thanks. It does. Ugh. It sounds good. Well, as far you. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that was our week's. That so was let's our... jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Yeah. Ryan's Ridiculous History. Yeah. Take it away. Are you guys ready for some blood and murder? I'm kidding, but you guys didn't like that. So we're doing a, we're doing a really <laughs> awesome story that involves one of the greatest atrocities of mankind's history. So, yay! Um, we're gonna be talking yeah, about a guy. man. What, what is this, the boy in the striped pajamas? Uh, no, not that atrocity. We've got a different one. <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, so we're, we're talking about uh, a guy named Robert Smalls, who is just so cool. He was just like, ah, uh, he, okay, just you to know, put like. That was my nickname in college, actually. Robert Smalls? Smalls, but yeah. Oh. I guess. Well, there we I go. I never introduced myself to the, the to the fraternity guys when I accidentally joined the frat. So they just started calling me <laughs> Smalls because I was the smallest one out there. Oh. Hey. How creative. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't, you know, they were, look, man, they, they were taking business classes at an engineering school, so. Yeah, there's not a lot <laughs> going on there. I'll tell you a lot. It's it's like they were a Ryan or something. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> I was, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Why did you just concede, Ryan? <laughs> uh, because it's, yeah. because uh. it's easier than explaining, like, number one college in the Midwest, but, like, duh, but, it's, uh, but that just sounds like I'm sad about it. And so it's just easier to just let Ben have this one than just, like... <laughs> And I've been like, no, we had a very successful business program. It was just the defeat program. with which you said it. You were just yeah. like, no. Yeah. No, all uh, I know is that when you introduced the college the first time, you said it was the number one engineering college in the entire Midwest. And then I asked what you did was, there, and you were like, uh, Homeland Security or something? No, it was number one just college in the Midwest. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not, not All right, sure, man. Yeah. So let's talk about a guy that's cooler than me. Yay. Um, <laughs> Low, uh, low bars. There's a, uh, so essentially Robert Smalls was born in, let's, uh, see, oh gosh, this dude's so cool. He's got so much parts of his life. He was born, uh, April 5th, 1839. And he's going to eventually pass away February 23rd, 1915. So he is going to see I a full. I honestly thought wow. you weren't going to say the end date. You were just going to be like, yeah, he's going to eventually pass away. And I was going to be like, yep. Gotta as keep as it all sneaky. Things do. As will all of us. <laughs> As will all of us. The sweet uh, scent of death. Um, so when it, when he was born, he was born into uh, slavery, which uh, he was born uh, to a slave named uh, Henry McKee. Let's see. Uh, oh, that was the atrocity. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Slavery is the atrocity. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got about 26 years until uh, until like the war is going to be coming to an end or about 21 until it's going to be really kicking off. Uh, and what, what had happened is the Confederates during the time they they uh, they realized that, hey, we've got all these these people. I bet we could use them to fight in the war. And so the war kicks off. 
uh, and and the North is starting <laughs> wow. to fight it back against them. And and then and I then remember reading about that. Like just a lot of the South were like, no, they can't fight. And then some people in the South were like, what if we make them fight? Yeah. And then the North yeah. was like, so you're just gonna give them guns? That's okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah, no, no. no, no. Take, it away. Take, uh, away. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah, we'll just we'll stand over here. Uh, oh no! We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll guns. We'll yeah. be on this side of the train tracks that you guys it's, don't it's have yet. Because... <laughs> it's literally the fact that the South was so cartoonishly racist that they did not believe that people would like that that slaves had it in them to like revolt. And it's like, <laughs> well, that's the dumbest thing that you're ever gonna find out. Um, <laughs> and then Nat yeah. Turner just like woke up from a deep sleep. Like, <laughs> what about a rebellion? <laughs> yeah. They're giving us what? All um, the weapons we could imagine. So. Uh, <laughs> By the way, before like things really kicked off in the war, uh, at age 17, Smalls married Hannah Jones, an enslaved hotel maid in Charleston on December 24th, uh, 1856. She already had uh, two kids, uh, two daughters, and she was five years his senior. Uh, and then they had their own daughter, okay. Elizabeth Lydia Smalls, who was born February 1858. And uh, uh, three years later, they had okay. a son. Uh, unfortunately, his son later passed away at two. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Infant mortality strikes again. Yep, yeah. Okay. Uh, he aimed to try to uh, make enough money to pay for their freedom, but it was like... Um, That's not how but, that worked. But, yeah. But, but essentially, like, through tips and things like that, essentially. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, it took him, like, a year to save up $100, and it was going to take 800 so he thought it was going to take him decades to reach 800 Uh Yeah. And so he was like, well, I have a better strategy. And so <laughs> the Civil War begins. And they, the, the South actually has some pretty cool ships. They've got steamships. And, and on the steamship, specifically the CSS Planter, uh, they have uh, a, a crew of, like, three white dudes and, like, the rest enslaved people, uh, which are not white dudes. Sure. And, and, okay, and, and so that was just a boat of, like, a hundred slaves and, like, just three white dudes? Uh, not quite that much, but How probably— How big is this boat? Uh, this boat is a uh, lightly armored Confederate, Confederate military transport. Um, it's not giving me total numbers, but I'd, I'd have to guess probably around like thirty. Probably would be a, would be a okay. So still numbers heavily swaying to one side. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, granted, normally okay. they would also put on white soldiers, and that would uh, heavily outweigh in different directions. Okay. Um, since this was okay. a military transport, yeah, and that's where things get a little dicey. Um, also, because they used to keep uh, all of this fighting was mostly like uh, like inland, uh, any like forts and things like that would be able to mm -hmm. uh, bust these boats instantly. So if, if they were to be taken over, yeah. now uh, they're chilling uh, on this boat, and Robert Smalls is like, "Well, I need to grab my family, and I need to get the heck out of here." And so he starts uh, like confiding in what his a other plan. slaves. Yeah, well, so they got to get... Robert, he's like, I have a plan. And they're like, what is it? And Robert's like, let's get our loved ones and leave. And they're like, great, yeah, no, great idea, Robert. That's really... Okay, go back to sleep, buddy. You're really tired. <laughs> You're like super sleepy, my guy. Uh, yeah, so he... Like, like not only... this, So they've got... Let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Uh... Range in age from uh, teens to middle age. Essentially, like yeah, yeah, they had, they had they had a whole bunch of people. Uh, there were six other enslaved black men who ranged uh, from like like as part of the 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 rest of the crew. So it's about ten. It's about a crew of ten, uh, and very frequently they okay. bring on other uh, uh, people. 
but here's okay. the thing he was he was he was tasked as the pilot of the boat so he was the one steering at all times and he was very good at it uh but the thing is they'd never promote him because he was black and so they were just like surprise and the, yeah surprise. <laughs> the, the the confederate south being racist oh my no. god what in the what in you're, the case? you're trying to tell me that uh, a black man was good at a job and wasn't paid what he was worth uh, in the, in the South ca- in 1858? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, so this I is I don't a- know. See, I, I took history in school, but they never taught us any of that. Yeah. Huh, funny how that works. Oh, funny. Interesting. Super weird. He realized that uh, also during this time, like, planning the escape, like, they had to get rid of the white guys. Uh, they had to then sail through a whole bunch of, like, uh, armed forts and, and show signals to be like, it's fine, everything's fine, and then they had to pull up alongside a Union boat while they're flying a Confederate flag, hope that they don't shoot them, and then make friends with them, and then be done. While they've got infants on board, and things that can cry, and like a whole bunch, which would include me, by the way, I'd be be crying (laughs) the whole time. I would be afraid nonstop. Okay. All right, imagine you guys are, like, a couple of slaves on the boat, and I'm Robert. I run up to you and was like, guys, I have a plan. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, so get I'm your already crying. Ones. Carry yeah, on. so get, <laughs> get your loved ones. We're going to get off this boat, right? Okay, hear me out. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take the white people. We're going to move them somewhere else. Good. Then, That's the whole... I, yes, I'm okay. happy with that plan. Right? Yes, but yeah. there's more, because now, we, now we're still... We're here. We got to get past all the the forts without any of the white people on the boat but it's totally fine because we're gonna trick them somehow we'll figure it out and then we're gonna we're gonna just ask a union boat to not shoot us you guys are you guys in are you guys want uh, on this yeah boat? mainly because it's white people from the south and we all know that they're not very smart so what? <laughs> what? What? they actually thought at the time too they thought that like the south could definitely have pulled this one off like because it was so early in the war that they could have won, so they were like, "Look, it's either we're gonna be slaves forever, or we're gonna do this now." And they were like, "What now?" Yeah, if that was yeah. like the case, honestly, after like years and years, I too would have just been like, "I'm down for anything. I'm down to try anything. <laughs> like, what were, yeah. what more could you do to me at that point? Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It would just be wild enough well, to be like, it's yeah. There's also just like, uh, there's also a big thing." And I, I don't know how big it was, but, like, a lot of times when there were, like, uh, you know, small slave rebellions or, like, people escaping or whatever, a lot of the slaves, I don't say a lot, I don't know any particular numbers, but I know there were multiple uh, occurrences where slaves wouldn't leave the plantation that they were currently on for whatever reason because they thought, if you left now, things would get worse. Like, what if someone else catches me and I get sent to a different person, that that person is worse. Well, that, so there that was, was just, rare. like, a lot of fear. And yeah, and it was a very real fear. So like, He's, even if like I came to you, like if Robert, if, like we were slaves on a boat and Robert Smalls came up to you with this plan, there would still be like a good amount of people on the boat going, no. no yeah. Well, and the reason why that is because they'd be sold awful. off to worse plantation owners. Which that was the main. That's like the most intimidating part of it all is just being like, oh, wow. I have like, like and you think you have it good, quote unquote good. You're like, yeah. oh, this is, yeah, it's just a mess, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I'd be the type of person that would just be like, no, I'm done with this. Kill me. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll risk it all to make sure that, like, I get what I need to get, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's just crazy. Absolutely. I mean, those people absolutely existed. We hear stories about them. Yeah. By the way, uh, well, Turner, we don't hear stories about Robert's them. Sp- We've only well, just we hear started stories. Hearing. We hear stories about some of them. <laughs> Yeah. Harriet Tubman, Nat Turner. Uh, only just yeah. recently, though, right? Only just not, recently. Not, not for like Harriet Tubman things. Like most of the time, for like oh, a while of like very successful things. But it's normally, yeah, you normally only hear about the very because the the other ones are sad. It's very yeah. sad. Yeah. yeah, it gets. By the way, just a crazy thing. So they they'd been planning this for a sec, and just a few weeks earlier, a group of fifteen slaves in Charleston had surprised the city by seizing a barge from the waterfront and rowing it to the Union fleet. Which was yes. super cool. Yes. Fun fact, it was the barge belonged to General Ripley, the same commander who used the planter as his dispatch boat. And when they found out the Confederates were furious, but and I quote the Smithsonian, they were also embarrassed to being outsmarted by slaves. Nonetheless, they failed to take any extra precaution in securing other vessels. <laughs> oh no! Oh, come on. Like I hey, said, look. those whites hey, in the man. South, those whiteies. Uh, hey man, you hear about that that that, <laughs> that group of uh, slaves that stole a boat and drove it over to the Union side? Yeah, man, I heard about that. What are we gonna do about it? I've been thinking about this, and I think we should do nothing. Does that sound good? Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, yeah. it Literally, does. we're changing absolutely nothing. What's funny is that, like, uh, they, they were like, but they're not going to steal a Confederate boat, right? They're not going to do that. And then they straight up did. They just did, and it's, it's pretty crazy. So on May 12th, 1862, the planter traveled 10 miles southwest of Charleston uh, to a stop at Coles Island, a Confederate post on the uh, Stono River, that was being dismantled. Uh, the The ship picked up four large guns to transport. So it's it's acquiring more guns that they're going to be turning over into the like to it. the Union. Um, yes. So on the night of May twelfth, the planter was docked at a wharf, and and General Ripley is believe right, it or not, he right, was right. still there. He was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're becoming me. Perfect. Um, uh, okay. I need to stop now. Yep. I knew that would do it. Uh, um, by the way, the wharf is below his headquarters. So this boat is just going to cartoonishly sneak out, boat like from underneath the general in a very real way. Uh, <laughs> They uh, drove away under, uh, right under my nose. Where, I mean, like, like, where were they? Right, right, right under, under, right right under literally my nose. right under my nose. I sleep on my stomach, and they were just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. It's three white officers disembarked and spend the night ashore with their families. You know, because they understand that spending time with their families is a good thing. You know, almost like human beings could recognize humanity or something. Weird that they didn't. Uh, <gasps> But and in the same vein, they were like, ah, those slaves won't steal our boat. Exactly. Yeah, well, they, they wouldn't want to escape with their families. Uh, before the officers departed, they Smalls come, asked, they come back, their boat's gone. Oh, shoot. I think they stole our boat. Yeah. By the way, before the officers departed, Smalls asked Captain uh, uh, Relia if the crew's families could visit, which was occasionally allowed, and he approved on the condition that they depart before curfew. When the families arrived, the the men revealed the plan to them, which had to be a crazy moment to be like, all right, on board, on board, on board. Where are we? 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 Where
Um, Yo, imagine like the captain's like, yes, they can visit, but they have to leave before curfew. And Robert's like, oh yeah, no, everyone's gonna leave before curfew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Don't no worry one's... about that, Cap. I got that. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. gonna be here past curfew at all. In fact, you know what? This boat also not gonna be here past curfew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, so they, they they let them know what was happening. At some point, three members of the crew pretended to escort the family back, um, but circled around. Uh, and they hid and aboard another steamer, apparently. And then they, 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 they bring okay. as many people as they can on board. Uh, they're planning the escape with uh, between Smalls and seven of his eight uh, slave crewmen uh, made their previously planned escape to the Union blockade. Which also, who was left what about behind? Who's the, the one guy? dentist that disagreed? Yeah, just, I, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> seven um, of eight dentists recommend leaving now. <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually, they took their people off the boat. They took some of the family members off the boat. They sailed back to the southernmost part of the wharf and picked up the people again so they yes. could have their families with them. So essentially okay. they wouldn't hear people crying or like kids and things like that oh, in yeah, case yeah. that started happening. Um, Smalls then guided the ship past five Confederate harbor ports without incident because he gave the correct signals at checkpoints. Yeah. To let them know that like things are good. He did it five times. He had it all memorized. I like to imagine the correct like signals were just like thumbs up, we're doing good. You yeah. doing good? Okay, one, we're good. Two, three. This last one's tricky uh, for number five. Why? Yeah. Yeah, it's just really white things. Oakley, don't believe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fun huh. to stay at the YMCA. Yeah. Sweet care. Like just. <laughs> Um, bum bum bum! <laughs> How, howdy doodah, neighbor! I see you! All right! God, I it was the summer of 69. 18, 1869, to be specific. By the way, uh, the planter had been commanded by Captain uh, Charles Sage Relier, uh, or, or Rel Relier, and Smalls copied okay. Relier's manners and straw hat on the deck, so he just dressed like him to pretend to be him. And for some reason, it worked out. Not the fact that this was a white dude that he was impersonating. How good at impersonating do you have to be as a black guy to be able to impersonate well, think, a white man? I think oh, uh, Ben illustrated it perfectly. You just have to know a couple of the phrases. Howdy doodly, yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Hi there. <laughs> Hey there, son. Hey, hey there, scout. Just... Hey, champ. Uh, hey, champ. I just like to imagine there's like guys like seeing him on the deck, a black guy wearing the the straw hat, doing the mannerisms of the white man, and and they're just like, oh, look at that Captain Re Relier doing blackface <laughs> again. That that scoundrel. Oh, oh wow. he's getting real good at that paint. You know, it's it's oh, it's, like, it's either that impeccable. or it just proves that improv does make you whiter. Like what did that do? I think that, that, like that's just yeah. They're, they're seeing him. They're seeing him come. They're like, now wait just a darn tooting second. Is that Robert Downey Jr.? Oh my gosh! Like oh, but yeah. So they they were approaching, and and they did. They made it through. Let's see. He sailed past Fort Sumter, which the Union never took during the entire war, uh, at 4:30 a.m. So like, so we are getting a little dicier as it becomes more nighttime. Uh, they they're starting this to becoming more daytime, Ryan. All right, it's becoming more daytime. My bad. My brain is slow. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. is this boat. Apparently. By, by the way, one of the men aboard said. One, <laughs> When he drew near the fort, because he knew that that was like the last, and th this fort could sink them in a heartbeat. It would have taken nothing. Because yeah. um, the boat itself is not particularly heavily defended. 
Uh, Robert Smalls felt his knees give way, and the women and children began crying and praying again. As they approached, the Fort Silverman urged Smalls to give it a wide berth. Smalls refused because he knew it would seem suspicious, so he steered right through the normal path right next to Fort Sumter, which is literally—that's— one of the opening battles of the Civil War is Fort Sumter, where the Union fails to take it, and in just this horrific. I guess way- what yeah. the Union should have done was just pretended everything was Oakley, Oakley, neighbor, oh. come on in, every- <laughs> Shut it everybody, come through. Um, the Fort didn't immediately also respond to their signal, uh, and there was a long pause, and then the Fort responded Ooh. that everything was all good. And small sailed the ship You're out of the harbor. You're good harbor. to go, friendo. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, alligator. See you, see yeah. you, bud. So they took him out of. The, uh, by the way, these waters. So the planter was also a mining ship. Like, like these waters are mined as well. Just to add a little more, you know, insult to injury. Um, so I raised, uh, and the alarm was only raised when the ship was beyond gun range. Rather than turn east towards Morris Island, Smalls headed straight out to the Union Navy fleet, which was blockading this uh, inlet. And so uh-huh. replacing the rebel, the rebel flags with a white bed sheet, which he, which was brought by his wife. Uh, the planter was seen on the USS yes. Onward. Yeah. I just like, I, I like to imagine that he just completely forgot about that part of the plan. And he's like, now is just riding out and he's like, oh God, oh no. They don't know my signals. I can't just, oh, what are we going to do? And then his wife was like, babe. Dude, chill. Babe. That's why I'm here. I brought a bed sheet. Honey, sweetie. I actually do like to believe I, that look, that's the case, whoop. right? They're like, yeah, do we have and anything? And she's like, I always carry the bed sheets with me. And Robert Spalls was like, they're going to not write about you in the book, though. I'm just letting you, it's going to be yeah. about, like, this is my thing. <laughs> this, this is mostly a my thing that happened. Well, with the crazy thing is, so the, the ship that's on was the USS Onward, which is kind of beautiful that they made it onward out, out of, uh, like, the south. And uh, they, they couldn't really see that the, it was a white flag but as they were coming out because it was so early in the morning the sunrise crested and that's when they saw the white flag yeah that it was that it was no longer the dude that uh, is hollywood magic right there what the heck um it, it really Yo, okay. is okay i just want to clarify it who owned the boat that he was on uh ripley like general ripley of okay. the confederate okay and then ripley had a different boat yeah uh, there, was a, there was a barge that got stolen, yeah. The barge. Okay. There was a lot underneath okay. him, yeah. Okay, so Ripley has had two boats. Oh, for two. We'll stolen weeks by... of each other. You know, Ripley's, believe it okay. or not, you, they yeah. did have the boat stolen. I tried to do something. It wasn't You good. really, I was waiting for, I was like, oh, there's got to be a good punchline here. And there wasn't. It was just it like, oh, anything. he just started the sentence. Okay, great. <laughs> I've never uh, what like happened to dad. Ripley? Oh my gosh. I'm curious. Oh, we will find out at some point. But uh, as the steamer came near the USS Onward, uh, one of the men stepped forward, took his uh, hat off, shouting, Good morning, sir. I brought you some old United States guns. Yeah. He was so stoked. Oh, By the way, yeah. And that yeah. is comedy. That's yes. real. <laughs> he had his 10,000 uh, hours of improv right there. He knew what to say. <laughs> And brought you some old United States guns. John Frederick Nichols was uh, the onwards captain. He stepped aboard the planter and asked, uh, and Smalls asked for a United States flag to display because he yes. knew that, like, like, in fact, so here's what gets crazier about that is like they took a whole bunch of ammunition, a whole bunch of guns. It was the largest single take from, uh, uh, for, like, from this type of like surreptitious act, uh, throughout yeah. the entire war. Uh, 
Robert Smalls is going to go on and not only continue to live a full life until 1915, which is, by the way, he was then, he went from being born before the Civil War to dying during World War One. To give yeah. you a perspective of history times. What yeah. also puts into perspective, uh, he was a member of South Carolina's 7th District as he served as the U.S. House of Representatives. He oh, became wow. a politician. Yeah. In South Carolina? In South Carolina. And he Crazy. won. Because that's what how... What year? Uh, 1884 to 1887. Yeah. In fact, wow. that that's also... He was also a member of the 5th District from 1882 to 1883. Um, he was a member How of South Carolina. Does this guy he not on, have a Hollywood movie. Right. Well, he also served in the Senate from uh, November uh, 22nd, 1870 to 1875. Uh, again, South Carolina. Uh, yeah, he, he just served consistently. And that was after he also served in the Civil War afterwards in the Union. Uh, by the way, the U.S. government awarded them because he was a national hero for this. Uh, they yeah. awarded him the prize money that was due. Uh, to him for the ship which technically they you know they didn't have to but they did the right thing which thank god they did which is pretty cool the prize money came into about uh thirty eight thousand dollars in 2020 which at the time was 1500 which is still a lot of money for stealing a ship uh yeah and so very cool so wow that's yeah that's wild yeah that is insane it's literally it's so cool it's crazy that you don't hear stories like this because this is literally like you want to talk about overcoming. Maybe that's right. a story of overcoming, like literally like planning out an entire like ship heist. That's better yeah. than any Ocean's Twelve movie I've ever heard of. Do you know? What right. I mean? Quite literally, Ocean's. This is, this this is, is a Ocean's one. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but oh. it's just just an amazing like human being. Um. Yeah, he died at 75 years old and was uh, buried his family's plot in uh, Tabernacle Baptist Church in downtown Beaufort, uh, South Carolina. Monument Smalls in the church has described the statement he made to South Carolina's legislator, legislature in 1895. My race needs no special defense for the past history of them, and this country proves them to be equal of any people anywhere. All they need is an equal chance in the battle of life. And that's just so yes. awesome. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, that dude, that dude's just like the coolest human being to ever freaking... Ah, he's so cool. Um, also, let's figure I, out what I like to imagine he's just super nonchalant about it the whole time. Just like, uh, yeah, he's walking on the boat, and then one of his buddies is like, uh, you know, hey, Smalls, what you doing today? And he's like, uh, you know, just gonna steal a boat today. And then just kept on walking like it was just a normal thing. And he's like, I'm sorry, what was also, that one? We're gonna pick up all your families and friends, so... Make it happen. Uh, yeah, he's like, wait, 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 can I come? Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Okay. What about my wife? Yeah, why not? More, more the merrier. Come on, everyone. Everyone hop on, on the board. Boat. Yeah, we're just gonna steal the boat. Apparently, steal by the way, and the guns. Just uh, some stuff for the guy that would definitely play the villain in the movie, which would be uh Roswell Sabine Ripley, who by the way was born in the North but fought for the South, which is that's uh, a whole other thing that's just confusing. Uh, like what? Mm. What were you doing, man? You were. You could, you were both on the right side of it. Like you could have figured it out, chief, but you didn't. Um, he was he directed the uh, bombardment of Fort Sumter. Uh, he so he was like part of the coastal defenses. Uh, uh huh. Yeah, he was Department of South Carolina's coastal defenses from December 1861 until May of 1862. Sounds like you lose a couple ships and you lose that position. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, know why they would put him on a coastal defense team when he hasn't been able to defend any part of the coast. Yeah, no, at all. 
Um, he was then transferred to like the uh, Army of Northern Virginia. Battle of Gaines Mill, Malvern Hill, Pen uh, Peninsula Campaign. Uh, he became sick. He was involved in the defense of Fredericksburg. Criticized for his performance at Antietam. Uh, returned to South Carolina and took charge of the 1st Military District. Uh, his men constructed a series of improved defensive in Charleston. Uh, da -da -da -da. Let's see. He did uh, repel a Union attack on April 7th. Uh, continued to command fortifications until they were evacuated in mid-February 1865. And, and then uh, after the war, he went to England for over 20 years. He fled to England. His wife and his daughter left him to return home to Charleston. In the late 1880s, he returned to the United States and settled in New York City, where he died of a massive stroke. Uh, he was buried in Magnolia <laughs> Cemetery. Yeah, so it just did not work out for him at all. What if... What if he didn't flee to England? He was just asleep on a boat and woke up, and there was just a black man driving his boat away, and he was like, again! Awaken again! Every time. Ugh, I should stop owning boats. I am the worst at owning boats. Um, wow. Yeah, also, by the way, just a cool thing also about uh, Smalls is during his time, he was, he was given, uh, like, in, in charge of an ironclad, the USS uh, Keokuk. Which was a, uh, like, these ironclad boats in the Civil War were so, they were, like, OG, like, top-heavy top, uh, top submarines. They wouldn't, they wouldn't submerge, but they were just, like, these, they were so defensible, and they were so cool. And, uh, and yeah, he was, he was made the pilot of one. So, literally, the top technology at the time, he was given the pilot uh, uh, of it, which is just cool! Uh, they were like, hey, do you want a bigger boat? Yeah. He was like, uh, sure. Also, yeah, why not? Yep. Um, yes. Eventually, that because that boat was, they tried to take Fort Sumter again, and unfortunately, because they never took Fort Sumter, we know that ended up in a loss. But the Keok took, just to give you an idea of how like tough these boats were, the Keok took 96 hits in, in that battle. 96! That's ridiculous. It did eventually sink, but like, all, like the people got off and things like that, because that's how defensible these boats were. Just crazy. It's craziness. He's just, he's just yelling from like the, the cockpit or whatever they call it. They're just like, they get hit by the first one. He's like, oh no, not a hit on the invincible bow. Oh no, another one. Oh no, make it stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. That is, what? yeah. It's just, oh, I'm just, I would I'm be just very intrigued to hear what it is that you just got intrigued oh, by. But, huh. you know, if we have to wait, it's totally fine. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> well, worry about I, it. I thought that he was part of it, but he wasn't. He wasn't, I guess, not quite yet. But it was, uh, I just I just had forgotten. So Andrew Johnson, who was the president after Lincoln, I did not know he vetoed. Um, it was the radical Republicans who controlled Congress overrode President Andrew Johnson's vetoes and passed the Civil Rights Act. I thought that it was passed outright. Yeah. I didn't know that Andrew, no, Andrew but Johnson. Andrew Johnson was a terrible person. Yeah. Through and through. I've, I've been I've been reading about more terrible presidents and things like that recently, and it's been it's been so fascinating. It's been it's been a good read. Hey, it's most of them. It's, all it's of the all of the American presidents. <laughs> no, there have been some good ones. There have, but it's just it's there are a lot that are just like you didn't know they were bad for different reasons, or like or like oh, gosh, what was it? It was uh, Harding, for instance, the most corrupt guy, super pro like equality super corrupt like, like just these horrible like dichotomies where it's like son of a gun could one of could you just could leave just, just like a normal person in this leadership role or yeah just, oh, or george do we washington. just only have narcissists no. as well there was george washington who literally was like don't elect me uh okay you did it well i don't want to do it more than twice 
Yeah. You can't make me. I won't. He was also super afraid of being buried alive. So he yes, instructed he was. men. Yeah, he, 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 after he said, after I die, leave my body out in the open for three days just to make sure I'm not just sleeping. <laughs> and wow. they did it. They just left they him out that. there and he didn't wake up again. They were like, oh, thank God, not Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That, <What? laughs> that's just. Wait, um, <sighs> Funny. Well, and how about, how about like John Quincy Adams that, that fully was like, okay, it's time, time to do an expedition for mole people. We know that the earth is hollow. Let's do it. And then that was a thing, and then thankfully the new president got sworn in, which unfortunately I'm pretty sure might have been Andrew Jackson. So, you know, you, you, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. That can was you the imagine one. being such a terrible person that Florida names an entire city after you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait for... There's a lot of cities I can't wait to name. I can't see, wait get for Brainerd. Ben Brainerd City. That will be fun. You got him. You got him. You're gonna get a nice city with the rare Dan Burn. It's gonna be see a Dan Burn. You know, there's already a Brainerd, Minnesota, right? (gasps) Really? Can we go there? Yeah, it's not spelled the same, but it's pretty far away from Minneapolis. I thought you were gonna say me. We're gonna get you, and if if anyone's gonna get their own city, it's going to be Ben Brainerd. You're going to form some (laughs) sort of something. Right. Okay. Just waiting Why for not, it. Right? We're just waiting for it. Give it twenty years. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. see. We're gonna see where brain out. Well, should we? Uh, should we move on to some of them audience submissions? Ah, uh, yes. yeah. Let's do it. All right, Ryan, want to kick us off? <laughs> Absolutely. We got a question from Margo S. Uh, let me see. I have been uh, debating writing in uh, for a while now and decided to finally do it. Had to say some brave little toaster bit had me in stitches. I'm glad you liked it. It's a question for Ryan. I'm taking my best friend of 15 years to Disneyland for the first time. I'm so excited about it. Uh, it's around her birthday, and I wanted to make it as magical as possible. I went when I was uh, eight, and to date me, the newest ride uh, was Indiana Jones. My question is, what can I say or do to help make the trip unforgettable? With some cool secret phrases you know from being a cast member who doesn't speak for the brand of the company. Thank you. Uh, that can help make her trip and her birthday that much more memorable. Uh, until we're going in October and we've already purchased... Uh, Oogie Boogie Bash tickets are so much fun! I love you so much. Uh, I don't know I love you. So keep okay. being pure, gay, yeah. and chaotic. Margo. Margo, I don't know how to tell you, but I'm, I'm shockingly straight. Um, but that doesn't That's mean that I don't come across it. as very, very gay. <laughs> so I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> she told you to keep being pure gay and chaotic i mean I, no i think she was addressing each each of us individually okay He's pure, okay i wanted to make sure gay i was like and is i'm she, is she saying this to no no no. that could all have been my life uh it yes. very much could have been all of all you but i i think that's what she was going for <laughs> oh my gosh that's very funny um, Oogie Boogie Bash tickets are fantastic because uh, they let you, I think they let you dress up. You might want to check out on that, and that's very fun. Uh, make sure you're just having a blast. Honestly, don't put too much pressure on it to have to do everything. That's the most important thing that I can tell you. Uh, have fun, eat good food, chill. Uh, just know that you're having a good time. Uh, get get birthday stickers or like birthday things. People say happy birthday to them the whole time, and that's just very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, just be attentive to what they want to do. What's your favorite secret phrase that you have, like people use to get like a reaction from a cast member? There was no really like secret phrases to be completely honest. Like everyone thinks Uh, that have a magical day actually means 
I hate you, and I hope no. you have an awful day. <laughs> Not always. I would say it unironically, but that's because I am a dork that just loved it. I was like, I love things. I actually really did. Gap. Ryan's like, have like, a magical day. And they're like, Spider-Man would never say that. Look, guests were not the problem, okay? Like, guests for the most part were not the problem. Uh, so, like, I was just like, yeah, no. Disney World must be a much different place then. It is. Like, it's all it just is. college kids, and it's all just, like, rich people on vacation, and they think they just own the place. And so they, they're just awful people. And so the, the Disney World cast members, uh, you didn't hear it from me, but they've basically developed, like, whenever a, uh, a, a guest is just awful to them. They finish the interaction by going, have a magical day. And you have a magical day. <laughs> That's customer service, baby. We always use that uh, when I worked at a call center for an MLM. Uh, they, oh. told, they told us to follow Disney's customer service. Like, no matter how much you get shouted at, just use tons of passive-aggressive terms and be overly friendly. And that's how you can get it out. And so I'd be like... You just sound absolutely wonderful. You sound like a great person, man. Oh my gosh, you sound so happy. What a happy day oh, you must be having. Man. Crazy. Anyway, uh, Lily T says, "Do any of you guys? Uh, do any of you have weird little superpowers? Mine is that every time I visit a place in a drought, it rains without fa without fail." <laughs> Dan uh, should know that Utah's in a drought, but when I was there, it rained every day. Sorry about the flash floods in southern Utah. My bad. P.S. I love your podcast. It never fails to cheer me up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of weird twist on it all is there was definitely flash floods. Uh, um, weird powers. Weird superpowers. Um, I can do this with my thumb. It like bends weirdly. Um, I don't really. I can do this. And like pop. Oh, it's not going to make the noise on your microphone. Your microphone's not going to... Just know that there's a pop thing. I don't know if thing. you guys can hear the tweet. Wow. Yeah. Ben's... Ben has definitely accidentally convinced me that there have been actual birds around. And I was like, it's so late at night. And then I was like, it's Ben. Uh... <laughs> birds aren't real. It's old Ben. Oh. It's good. Wow. It's good. Those puckered lips. Oh, wow. yeah, okay, we don't need to comment on this. We just, <laughs> uh, yes, just the noise. Just we the love noise. It. That's just the cricket. The Sexy. Wow. Cricket noise. I make one joke that we we know where <laughs> we know Dan gets a sister, but Dan's allowed to make a puckered Ben joke. Uh, like, puckered Ben. Like, I don't know, man. Feels sus. I'm, I'm very um, jealous. I To be real, I'm very jealous. I have oh, white lips. Oh. <laughs> Very thin lips. Paper thin. Paper thin uh, lips. Do, do you have any superpowers, Ryan? I got a photo. Like, little super? I, I mean, oh, photographic memory. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's I helpful. guess that's a cool one. I guess it's, I'm it's smart. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm even smart. That's just like, I see things again. Yay! Oh, I'm really know. smart. I went to the number one college in the Midwest. Not here was coming. <laughs> Dang it. I got The whole Midwest, too. The whole Midwest. <laughs> we were in the year that I graduated. We were ranked that. Yay, too. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> this is from Marriad B, which I'm. that's a guess at how you pronounce your name. Ben, you've talked openly about taking medication for ADHD. I also take medication for ADHD and get a lot of negative feedback. Have you come across that? And if so, how do you deal with people saying that you're cheating the system? 
Uh, yeah. Do people I get say that? Negative feedback. So people that don't have ADHD or only think that like Adderall is used for like kids to study in college. Oh. Uh, basically, people that are uneducated think the wrong thing. Surprise. And yeah, it happens all the time. If I tell somebody that I that I take medicine for ADHD, then they're just like, oh, like Adderall. I'm like, well, I used to Adderall. Now it's Vyvanse. It's like. Is that the same thing? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, uh, so you're just like, whatever. You're just not. A lot of people don't even believe ADHD is real to start off with. And then really? on top, yeah, people are like, oh, it's just you're not disciplined. That's not a real thing. You just, you know, it's you're just, it, it, it's real dumb. So there's a lot of negative feedback on it. And um, I don't give them the time of day. Good. I make them feel as little as well, possible. And then I just leave the conversation. Well, it's because you're ADHD. You just don't yeah. even consider them. Your, your mind's That's just like, okay, it. move on to the next thing. Who cares what those people are saying? Uh, go go away. I literally can't focus long enough for this to happen. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't focus like, on the hate. I just have to keep moving. So if people ask me like questions along the lines of like, uh, so you like cheat the system. So like, oh, so you just take, you just cheat in the system. And then I'll say something like, how do you have access to the entirety of human knowledge and existence on your phone at any given moment and you still don't know things? Okay, Jehovah's Witnesses. Jeez. Like, no, like, when is a, a cancer person, like, someone with can a cancer person, well, uh, a okay. person with cancer uh, gone to, like, chemo, they're, like, they're cheating the system. These medications are doing everything wrong. Like, it is that, not, that, that, it's a silly it's argument to say that medications yeah. are cheating a system that yeah. you are supposed... I don't know. So weird. So silly. There's just, like, a lot of things that you can say to people. So, first of all, I'd like to say that, like, it, like genuinely, if people are giving you, like, negative feedback or saying anything bad about you taking medicine for ADHD, just say, okay, and then leave. Because then they you're taking all of the power from this person and making them feel very small. You're like... Because now you've just shown them that anything they think or do or just their existence isn't even worth time for you to acknowledge. <laughs> and you've just walked away. And it's just the nicest way to let somebody know that they don't matter. It's wonderful. Um, it is the perfect I, condition to have to make sure that people feel like they don't matter yeah, too, though. Because you will actually just forget they exist. <laughs> uh, I like to fight back. What? While at the same time not showing that I even care, okay, I, I give it the same response of the, the okay, but I don't say okay. I go, I say things like, I mean, you could have just been quiet, and then I would have had to guess whether or not you were dumb. Oh, that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, or uh, you could have started this by asking me, by telling me that you actually don't know what you're talking about, and then I would have explained it to you. <laughs> um, or I like to really start with. Uh, you know, it's okay to say that you don't know something. Oh, wow. We're all wrong sometimes. We're You're all just wrong it sometimes. right now. You're just very yeah. wrong. You're wrong. Sorry. Uh, but I would recommend just saying, okay, and then walking away because they don't matter to you specifically, but also just like in the grand scheme of things, none of us really matter. None of us really matter. All right. Took so, a dark turn. Uh, <laughs> nothing even matters. <laughs> Some people need to be reminded of that. Anyway, that's the end of my answer. <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. Next question. Uh, <laughs> it's from Anonymous Ryan. Ryan. Oh, that's wow. Ryan reading Ryan. Uh, hey, guys. I found myself in an extremely uh, unique situation. 
Oh man, you got a plane crash? Uh, no, uh, and I'm not ready to tell my friends yet. I recently found out I'm pregnant. We are different Ryan. types of Ryans. Uh, I was about to say, what if this is just Ryan messaging us and he's like, how do I tell my podcast uh, friends guys. that I'm pregnant? <laughs> I am pregnant. Oh my gosh. What's his name? Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Um, <laughs> but it's so early and I don't want wow. anyone but the father to know. The thing is, the <laughs> well, that makes sense. Uh, the the uh -huh. thing is, the father is my ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh. Um, and I have no idea how to tell him. We didn't end on bad terms. Well, yeah, uh, clearly. Apparently not. Uh, yes, like I would. You left yeah. on uh, mutual terms. Wait, wait like finish then. this. Wait, finish it. Cause read this last. Uh, he's uh, actually my best friend and my brother's boy. Whoa! Whoa! My brother's, my brother's boyfriend. boyfriend. So my question for all of you <laughs> is: How do you want to be told you're going to be a dad? First off, so many levels to this. So this is levels. a wild story. This is crazy. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Do you mind if I pitch this to Netflix? Whoever yeah. you are? <laughs> right, yeah, because this is... Oh my gosh. Wow. This is my favorite question I think we've ever received. Because here's the thing. I love how you have the questions. How would you want to be told that you're the dad? No, no, no. This is a very different, very longer question, which is... <laughs> How do I deal with all of this at once? <laughs> okay, so, so first things first, do this immediately. Yeah, immediately. Do not wait yeah, on don't this. Wait, and don't wait. I don't know what kind of person he is. If he's anything like me, just text me. Right. You sounded so uh, Jerry Seinfeld say, there. No, Jerry Seinfeld. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Just text me. Just text say, me. Just text me. I'm gonna say don't do that. I don't know. Just send me a text that says, hey, I'm pregnant and I'm pretty sure it's yours. I want you, no, no, no. I want it to go differently. I want you to sit down with your brother and his now boyfriend. Yes. And I want you to look at your brother and go, I'm pregnant. And then I want you to casually shift just a little to the left and just go, <laughs> good news. You're going to have... Un, you're gonna be a nephew dad no no, no. you're what gonna you be a <laughs> what you do is you stare at your brother and you say you're gonna be a stepdad and then you turn to your ex-boyfriend and say that's all you gotta say but you're uh, going to have to raise it like oh my gosh also we're what? keeping it all genetically in here <laughs> whatever you do do it quick yesterday yes and also uh, go to Planned Parenthood. They I have mean, a lot of options. Yes. One of them is abortion, but they have other options too. <laughs> My mind immediately like, went to that and I was like, oh, I know I you. Like, no, it did. It's like, did Ben <laughs> just immediately say go get an abortion? I mean, I was like, like yeah, yeah, I mean, but, but if that's awful. what you, if that's what oh you want God. to do, if but that's if you, what you feel like doing. You can make your own choice. You don't have to listen to Ben. <laughs> just You <laughs> absolutely should never listen to anything I say straight up, but. but. Do go to Planned Parenthood it's, because it does help you and definitely tell your ex-boyfriend because tell he needs the ex -boyfriend to Ex-boyfriend first. And I bet he's going to be like, maybe we should do the thing where we don't have it. Oh. And maybe. Then you never you know this. are like, great, same page. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We don't know if she is like against having this baby or not right now. You know what I mean? I mean, like, she said that she's going to have it. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, in that case then, yeah. And that, that but, is pro. 
Pretty Maybe much. it's because nobody has been like, you know, there's another option. Anyone that, that's, that's such a, that's, that, I don't know. That's a, it, you, you don't make it to 2021 and think there's no, there's, you, there's no other option. Like, no well, one's. Well, there's a lot of things <laughs> to think about. How old are they? How, where, where do they live? Then? Like, what type of ra- area do they live no. in? If they were raised in like a very rural part of like Indiana, then yeah, there, that other option has literally never been given to them. Yes, yeah. No, but you know it exists. It's one of those things where I, I, I can't be the only person that's yeah, ever thought that. Yeah, but if you've like, been raised that way, then that's not a thing you think about. That's so weird to me because I would heavily disagree with that. Because even raised like pretty like like Christian and things like that, and raised around those type of things where there are options and there are not, I always still was able to educate myself and know that we have access to the internet. You know what I mean? Like this is not. Yeah, but that's you educating yourself as a person who wanted to be educated on that. Yeah, that's fair. And the yeah. fact that they listen to our podcast probably means they're around the same boat as you. That's and that's what I'm assuming is that is that people can educate themselves now. So I would assume this person does know that they do have options, and I would hope so. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't think that we love yeah. you, whoever you are, anonymous. Yeah, and we're here to support you. Let us know how it goes, though. From one Ryan to another, keep us posted because and and we we hope the best. Yeah, for whatever you're looking for. Send us the full deets of the story, though, because I am curious. We, oh, man, send Netflix the full deets of the story. We, we should yeah. do a story time where it's just their story. That would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, on to the next question. I Addison want that B story says, Hey, guys, I absolutely love the podcast and all three of your profiles on TikTok. I'm also a huge Harry Potter fan. I was wondering who's your favorite character and why? Um, I've only seen the first two movies. Uh, I love Dumbledore. Not because he's gay. (laughs) It's because he's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I just, I've always loved Dumbledore's energy. Like, whether it's on the film or in the books, I've always enjoyed or felt like he was someone that you could, like, potentially come out to. Like, that's the kind of energy he always had was just, like, you can talk to him about anything and he will listen and he will, like, understand so i would say that or Mag- professor mcgonagall they are like the kid characters but i genuinely like the professors are just fantastic i think a couple of them at least i like ron oh. ron 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 no ron no, ron, no. you you can't <laughs> no uh, ron you can't i am going to say Ginny weasley Ooh, why? Because in the book, Ginny's kind of a badass. She is. Mm. She do be. She do be slaying. Yeah, she just like whatever man she wants, whenever she wants him. You, 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 you. And then her parents are like, Ginny, don't go fight in the war. And Ginny's like, but I want to murder people. Mom. But I'm gonna do it anyway, <laughs> and I don't care yeah. what you say. And then it's... like when she got the chance, she's just like, I'm also going to play Quidditch, and I'm gonna play it very well. <laughs> You she know was just all really your good other at failures. She did. You know all the other failures of sons you've had. <laughs> Get ready for the daughter. Like that was what it. it yeah, <laughs> and then Ginny Weasley was just like, "Oh, the chosen one. I'm gonna choose that one too. I come over here, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> it was me now, Chief. Like <laughs> the allure. Oh. That's a that's yeah, a Ginny, Ginny's, Ginny's a badass. She's great. So anyway, okay. Next, oh, did you guys pick? What, uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, it's your, okay. your one. Jesse K says, Hey, all just finished episode 20. I'm so relieved to know I wasn't the only one who never got on to, into Vine. What's another trend you just completely never got into? Either because you didn't care or because you didn't even realize it was a thing. Drugs. 
No. <laughs> not, it's not too late. It's not never that. too late. <laughs> did you guys have like dare? Did you guys have like dare conferences oh, yeah. and stuff like that all the time? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. No. We had a lot of them in high school. I, in terms of a trend, I don't know. That you just never got. I don't, I've never done any trend ever. And I'd say most TikTok. of them are just because I didn't realize that they were a trend until much later. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, I think there's like a picture of me planking. Uh, but it was absolutely in jest. Like it was like fully ironic. Yeah. I feel like I have followed, like as soon as I knew TikTok was a thing, I was like one of the first to like, when TikTok became TikTok, it changed from mm -hmm. musically to TikTok and they had all those like weird ads going. I was like, yeah, I'll download this. I feel like I follow trends pretty easily. Like, I feel like, and it comes back again. We've said it before. If either of you started a cult, I'd probably join it. I'd probably just yeah. be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe anything for a few minutes or a few months at least. Uh, or, or 25 years. Let's do that. <laughs> or 25 years, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Dan's I, like, I got to give it a good try, you know? How can I say I don't like it if I don't try it for 25 years? Uh, but, yeah, I can't really think of any, like, crazy trends, to be honest with you. I just, I'm a follow-up, can I say? I really, I really do the trend thing. I just, don't, I just don't understand it. I, for me, I'm just always kind of... I'm like, Dougie. doing my own thing. I, I, do. I, did, I, I didn't Dougie. There we go. You didn't Dougie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Perfect. Or I didn't do the stanky leg. I'm just that, sure that, that I'm going late. to do whatever trend it is wrong, so I just don't do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anyway. Uh, we've got another question, but from absolutely not. Yay! Good evening, GDFM Podcast. We have a quick challenge for you, but it's a little dark. Thanks, Ryan. Wait, what? Uh, here we go. You Once have to we finish stand up right now. <laughs> I can't. Unless you're wearing pants. <laughs> I'm not. Um, Once we finish listening to episode 18, German Serial Killers in 1919, there were mixed reviews. For some of us, the podcast was an entertaining trip through some wild true crime. Thank you. Love you, people. For others, it was difficult to make it through. Oh, man. I'm just getting warmed up. Uh, Imagine being on the podcast. Right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, you'd be happy to know that we made it all made it through to the other side with minimal mental trauma. But it did make Yay. us wonder: if your fellow podcasters were serial killers, what do you think their modus operandi would be? What would uh, be their fatal flaw uh, that leads to a downfall or capture? Uh, finally, uh, what would they uh, say before Carl pulls the lever? You know, it's got to be Carl. Bonus points if you can give them a sinister nickname, like the Salt Lake Vampire, for example. Good luck. I hate Thanks, that. Absolutely. Not. Okay. Don't don't answer it yet. Don't uh -huh. answer it yet. We're I mean, as always, we have to do this way more detailed than we should. Okay. So I just mean, keep it this is gonna be next week. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna pick. So I'm either gonna do Ryan or Dan. Or do we just do like both? I'd like to do we both. Pick the yeah, other two? Like, yeah, yeah, each yeah. do the other two, I'm yeah. Done. I'm not for both. Okay, so we have to. Who do you like? What do you think their serial killer name would be? How do you think they would kill people? Uh, and then what do you think their last words would be? On top of that, I think just the more details of their crime would like. How many do you think they could get through? Who do you think they would do? Like specifically, because everyone has like a trigger. Like everyone has yep. like a, a, a 
Who do oh, you yeah. think those people would be? Who's their target demographic, what's if you will? The, what's the one thing that makes them that makes, makes all of the people connected? So the more details you give on your podcast, Serial Killer Mate, the better. The better. The yeah. better. Yes, I love Sweet. it. Sweet. I'm absolutely terrified to see what you guys think I would do to other people. Ooh. I've got it. I, yeah, I, you this know, is going to be a creepy episode, but I was. I didn't even have to take time. For Ben. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, Ben came to I my mind him. immediately. I was like, okay, I know. Yeah. Oh, what? Come yeah. on. If you guys no. say alligators, you lose points. Oh, no. I had nothing to do with alligators. <laughs> I mean, now it might, but let's talk about it. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I, man, I okay. got a lot. Yeah, as soon as Ryan met me, he was like, "He, I have to start planning. I've had this one planned for a survive. while. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm We're not good. that bad. No, you're right. I, I imagine you'd be very good at this. Um, uh, <laughs> awesome. well, I was trying to do the second best at it. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, next question is from Cassidy G. If you could win a gold medal in any Olympic event, what would it be and why? The biathlon. Hurling. Or javelin. Hurling or shooting? Multi-shot mm. pistol. I'm gonna yeah. say it's just 22 air gun. That's just fun. Skateboarding. I would love to do that. Okay. I would. All love right. To yeah, that's a cool one. I mean, it's a new one, right? What was the new event that they yeah. added? They added uh, breakdancing. The, the next one yeah. is breakdancing. So I'd do breakdancing in the next Olympics. Oh, you can actually I can do well. Actually, breakdance. So yeah, I'd win that. That would be so cool. Be I could fun. do well in half of biathlon. <laughs> yeah. You actually probably could, Ben, with all the like military training and stuff. Uh huh. I'm a good shot. I just have no idea how to ski. <laughs> That's all it would take. It's just there goes Ben. He learned how to ski. <laughs> the best well. biathlon athlete the world has ever seen. <laughs> Curling would just be he so really much fun. He really advances at the shooting part of this, and he seems a little bit scared on the skis. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my mom just left. So. <laughs> Tell her I said hi. She or bye. Like, she's gone. But I'll tell her. I'll tell just her. Just yell, yell for me. Have fun. Don't die. She literally like mouthed to me just now. She was like, you are talking too loud. Keep it down. Oh, <laughs> oh fun. Oh, the benefits of funny. living in a senior living facility. Oh, fun. <laughs> At least you get the discounts. <laughs> yep. All right, the last question of the day. Hey, guys, love the podcast, but I have a question for each of you. Dan, who do you think would win in a fight between Ryan and Ben, submissions only? Oh. Oh, this is such a hard one. Uh. <laughs> ben is offended. <laughs> Ben's like, you know I win. You know I win. Um, Ryan's got the, the reach got for reach. sure. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I was going to say this. There's arguments made But made it's both. submissions only, so it's not punching. Well, yeah, technically, I'm not, I'm not, I'm all, all Ryan would have to do was just, like, use all of his, like, limbs and, like, bend in different ways to <laughs> entangle that. you. He's like a python, you know? Just... Yep. Yeah, the, the advantage <laughs> that he has of reach goes away as soon as I get in close. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, reach yeah. doesn't really help in I also grappling. feel like Ben would be... Would the type of person to bite during a fight? So okay, absolutely. No, no. for no particular reason. <laughs> for no particular reason. I just feel like if Ryan got in close, you could just do some damage. Just like 
But wrestle okay, him to the ground. Wrestle him to the ground. I'm not gonna move. bite him. No, no, no. He's gonna bite me anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 to the victor go the bite marks. Are you right? No, but I, I think I, I mean, it's, I think it's just it, it needs to be said. The logical answer is definitely Ben, because he's been in the army. And I think that's the why illogical else? answer, but the one that people will accept. <laughs> no, I think, that, I think that, especially for like submissions only and things like that, and being in so close. Like, I'm not a grappler. I don't like fighting that way. That's not my style of fight. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, if I, I want to hit people from a distance and then just I keep punch moving. Like this. <laughs> okay, I don't punch like that. I'd like to point that out immediately. <laughs> I punch like those the weird kangaroo robots. pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother teases uh, me. I'll, I'll roll with you, Ryan, when I get back from my trips. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll come back from trips. Then be like, we'll just roll around. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I meant when I said roll. Absolutely. I was just we were gonna hug and roll down a hill or something. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. Well, uh, we will be in Minnesota, and I feel like Morris, Minnesota, has a few places where we can test this theory. But we'll just see. We could. <laughs> it could happen. It could uh, happen. All right. Yeah. Ryan, mm. if you were given a chance to play Spider-Man, would you rather be an animated Spider-Man or live action? Live action for sure. It'd be fun. But why is it? It'd be so fun to do stunts. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely live action. Would you do your own stunts? I'd attempt to until we realized that I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I, would, okay. I would. I would do some of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Ben, if given the choice, would you rather be able to control gators or make an un- Tangle Gator appear anywhere once per day, limited to four hours of existence after appearing. Do you maybe think he meant intangible? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, maybe I think it's like a, like you can spawn a ghost gator, you know, like a totally normal. Okay, well then, uh, yeah, clearly I would like to control gators. Yeah, yeah. Why would you want an intangible one? You want that one I can that spawn can do for damage. four hours. You can damage. You want some damage? Yeah, done. I want. Weapons. And so, controlling t uh, alligators. But uh, that's it. That's all. That's that was all. the last question. That is yeah, the final question. Yeah. We're, uh, we're done. We're finished. Yeah. <laughs> no more questions. <laughs> all right. That is Unless it. That is all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of The Good, The Dan, The Florida Man. If you liked what, something you heard this week, then be sure to tune in next week because we have a lot more fun coming your way. Uh, Ryan, if they want to find you outside the podcast, where can they go? YouthPastorRyan.com. D-A-N-B-A-N-B-A-M on all social media, except for Snapchat, which is uh, Dan, Dan underscore YOLO love. Ben. I love it and so much. You can find all of my stuff at benbrainerd.com. It's spelled Ben Brain A-R-D. If you can't figure that out, try using yours. You can find all of the podcast links at gdfmpodcast.com. And you can email the podcast at podcast at gdfmpodcast.com. Uh, we like you. We love you. We mean it a whole lot. Probably. Maybe. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye!